there. Welcome to another episode of Tina Speaks. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I know it's been a while since I made another podcast and I know I had a lot of people asking, hey, when are you going to make another episode? I love your voice. Or hey, I just love the way you flow when you speak. So thank you to all of those that have provided the feedback, friends and family members, um, strangers. I appreciate all feedback. You know, because that's the only way that I can bring you better content. So today's episode is going to be more so focused on having those tough conversations. So given everything that has happened the past few weeks, you know, just how we've basically been getting through this moment um, and all of these incidences, because it, it didn't stop at George Floyd there's still justice to bring for Breonna Taylor to bring justice to her situation and bring those those killers, those cops, you know, they, they need to be prosecuted. And to the full extent of the law, there's still the fact of all these lynchings. And I can't believe that word left my mouth. And we are in the year of 2020. Yes, lynchings. If you are not familiar with the term, it is the uh, a hanging of someone. It has happened in California. It has happened twice in Georgia. Please keep yourself informed. It does not matter what color you are. You are to inform yourself of what's going on, not only in your local surroundings, but nationally, everywhere around you. And then you won't wonder why or uh, what, why are people having these conversations or why are, you know, people a little bit more cautious or, you know, what the uproar is about, if you will, you know, you won't be dumbfounded because knowledge is power. So I just had to get that off my chest. So having those tough conversations and so when I say having those tough conversations, I'm not saying with people that, you know, and this is to my black audience mostly, I'm saying with those that are not black in your friendship circle. So my question to you is this, and no, it is not rhetorical, okay? So to your friends that are non-black, how have they been treating you lately? When the George Floyd situation happened, was it just a one or two days, you know, they said, hey, how are you feeling? Or were they back to, hey, girl, and, you know, all that. What is, what has been the climate? What has been the temperature? What, what, what have you guys been talking about? Have they been asking, are you okay? Or, hey, how can I be more informed? Or, hey, what is it that you all really go through as black people? Can you tell me about that? Or, hey, if I've ever said anything ignorant, please forgive me. How can I advocate more for you? How can I be a better friend to you? If your friend who is not a person of color has not brought that to your attention or said any verbiage of that extent or content, they're not a real friend. And they're on the other fence. Or they're on the sidelines just sitting there, sitting on their rears doing nothing. Let me tell you something. If I can't be myself, if I can't be my blackity, black, 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 black self, and I don't mean acting like the city girls, I don't mean acting like Cardi B or talking like Cardi B, that's not what I mean. I mean, if I can't share with you what is going on and what affects the people of my race, we have a problem. 
we have a huge problem. That's one of the reasons I find it very difficult to date outside of your race because when things like this happen, do you retract or kind of pull back or act a little funny or, you know, odd or kind of talk off when things like this happen? Like, I'll I'll give an example. Now, I'm not going to say this person's name because um, in the case that they decide to listen, I don't want in any way to be, you know, accused of defamation of character. Okay, so I'm just going to preface his name as Oliver. Okay, that's not his real name, but that's what I'm saying just to conceal his identity. So I was talking to Oliver, um, you know, during the pandemic. Okay. I met him, um, and how else do you meet people during a pandemic? You're on a dating website, let's be real. So I met Oliver, I looked him up on social media. Um, I have a very good friend that was able to do a background check and make sure, hey, he's not being dishonest. That's just what I feel you should do um, if you choose to online date, check him out. There's nothing crazy about that. There's There's nothing stalkerish about that. It's just called protecting yourself. You don't want to be talking to somebody that could be married or, you know, whatever. But here's the point. Oliver and I were talking and um, we had very good conversations. We had great conversations. We never got to a point where things were kind of on a slippery slope, if you will. But during the time that the Ahmad Aubrey situation came out, I mean, I had just heard of it, you know, during that time when it happened, you probably had just heard of it, too. And so I shared it with him. I said, hey, have you heard through the news, um, you know, about the Ahmad Aubrey? Did you look up the news articles and see what's going on? And rather than him saying, oh, my God, yeah, this is crazy. What in the world? This is 2020. Or, hey, oh, my God, are you OK? You know, or, hey, um, no, I haven't. Let me let me take a look at the news article and say, oh, my God, I can't believe it. You know, reactions like that. That's what normal people say, right? That's what normal people say. And so he proceeds to send me, and this is real life, okay? This is what Oliver did. So he decides to send me a video of two black teenagers kicking an Asian lady in the face. And I'm sitting there scratching my head and wondering, what kind of ignorance and stupidness is this? Why would you send that to me? Why not just look up the article and see what the story is about or, you know, educate yourself or say, hey, no, I don't know what happened. Can you tell me about what happened? Instead, he does that. And I'm thinking to myself, why did you send me that? And I asked him, I said, Oliver, why did you send me that? I I just told you about something super detrimental. And why are you sending me this this craziness? Um, Because... There are crazy and insane things that may happen in the world. And I mean, you see like this situation here, there are crazy and insane things that happen, but it doesn't mean it's going to be justice brought to it. And I said, are you serious right now? (laughs) Then he proceeded. I mean, my anger level is just at a thousand percent at that moment. And I'm just like, are you, (laughs) are you kidding me? This, I'm not even trying to bring up anything, you know, inappropriate. I mean, I'm sharing with you what is going on in my world. I'm not saying, hey, white people are bad. You know, we should hurt them all. Nothing. I just shared with you about the news story that broke. 
And this is how you respond. I couldn't believe it. I was just in awe. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. And then he proceeds to tell me, well, I grew up with black people. My foster mom was black. So I understand and I know firsthand that there are bad things that happen. And he used some cuss words, but I'm just going to censor it like this. So he said, you know, there are bad things that happen to everybody. And, you know, they'll get theirs in the end. Karma, you know, karma is real. You know, um, white people were slaves too in in, uh, Ireland. Um, If you do your history, Oliver, they weren't forced to be slaves. They weren't forced out of their country and forced to be indentured servants. They chose to be servants. They weren't forced, okay? So please stop telling that lie about Irish people being servants. They weren't forced to be servants. They, they, They willingly wanted to do that, okay? So let's please stop telling that lie, please. White people, please, dear white people, stop telling that lie about Irish people being uh, slaves. They weren't forced. We were forced for years to be your slaves. Okay? Read your your history books are lies. They are just little fairy tales. But if you actually do the research, slavery lasted a very long time and it was beyond 300 years. And we're still fighting the same things. (laughs) We just got past the black and white signs. And now it's just this silent racism like I experienced, you know, where your friends may do talk to you that are people that are not of color that may talk to you and say, what's up, girl? And oh, my God. Or I experienced it because I, I work from home. I work at a call center um, and I have people that when they hear how I sound, I mean, when I talk at work, it's very different, obviously, because I want people to trust my voice so I may talk like hey welcome to such and such this is Tina you know and they'll say oh hey girl I I can't tell you how many people do that please stop doing that and then when you get around your white friends you're all oh my gosh and you know stop that and then when you're with those friends you talk about black people like dogs you say the n-word which is not okay like if any white person says the n-word you are not my friend you are scum underneath my foot okay it is not okay stop asking why you can't say that word we took back that word and decided to make it into something positive but when you say it it brings back what we were trying to get away from Okay, so there's your lesson. I tell you, so I'm asking myself to my friends, my my people of color who have friends that are not people of color. Have you had that conversation? Now, do they gaslight you or take it personal when you decide to bring up things or to educate them on the issues or the things that are important to you? Do, do they do they kind of back away? What do they do when you tell them what's going on? Do they take your words out of context and say, hey, it's not that deep? Do they just kind of ignore you for a few days and just kind of then wander back? Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. It's very important to have those conversations 
because that's how we can progress, not just as black people, but progress as a nation by educating. So when they mispronounce your name, no, 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 no. Do not let it slide. No, my name is. This is how it's pronounced. And you will say it the way it is pronounced. That is the way my mother or my father or my grandmother named me. Okay? Say my name. But yeah, don't let people get away with gaslighting you and taking your words out of context or uh, my favorite, the the white guilt response. Oh, well, oh, I, I can't believe you're talking to me that way. I, I can't believe you, you responded that way. I'm sorry. You need to leave it at the altar. Take it to Jesus. If you felt threatened or if you felt uh, that your feelings were heard or anything was put out of context, I said what I said, okay? I said what I said. Now, I don't say anything to in any way diminish anybody, but I'm going to tell you how I feel and what's on my heart. Now, that's on you if you took it any other way other than that. But if you're a real friend, I should be able to talk to you about everything. So, People of color, my challenge to you is to check your surroundings, check your friends that are not people of color and see how they react when you have these tough conversations, when you educate them on the things that are going on within your race, the issues. I'm not saying they have to go out there and protest. I'm not saying they have to go out there with picket signs or, you know, join the Black Lives Matter movement. That's not what I'm saying. But when they see discrimination, they should stick up for you. When they see that you are being mistreated, they should stick up for you the way you know you would stick up for them. So having these tough conversations is important. Of course, it's uncomfortable because it's something we've never had to deal with before. Not in a broader stroke like it is now with everything that's spewed out. I mean, look at the president. He doesn't hide his racism at all. Now, when this whole George Floyd came thing came out, like when it first came out in February, when it occurred, oh yeah, we we need to help these folks, and you know, I mean, these aren't it's not a direct quote, but that's that's the connotation that he conveyed at the time. And then after the fact, when all the protests were just worldwide, these thugs, we need to get rid of these thugs. So I'm gonna use you know the task force. Honey, he's one thing I can say about the president. He's never he may have hid his tax returns, but he's never hid who he was. So this is not a surprise to me. But the more and more that you continue to see this ignorance and you don't call it out to your friends that are not people of color, even to your friends that are people of color, when they say ignorant stuff, like call them out on it. And if they take it personally, You know where your friendship stands. You know where (laughs) the chips will fall where they may. But I challenge you, have these tough conversations. If you can't talk about everything and anything, that's not a friend. I'm not saying we have to, uh, your friend has to be there every time you want to vent. That's not what I'm saying. But if there are things that are personally affecting people of color or affecting people in your race, 
you should be able to talk about those things and not feel like you have to cower down or like you have to downplay it or make it sound comfortable for them. You should be able to tell it like it is and not be afraid. I'll tell you this. When I was younger, I had so many friends that were not people of color. And I would try to talk like them, dress like them, do my hair like them. And I never fit it. Never fit it. And now they're trying to be like me, you know, with braids in their hair, nails, wearing Fashion Nova. Getting butt implants, talking like, whoa, Vicky. And you know, all black people don't talk like that. Not even people from the hood talk like that. They sound a lot more educated, okay? Or like Bad Baby, the rapper, you know? Culture vultures, I call them. Always taken from us, never giving us credit. But you know what? It stops today. It starts the day, it stops the day when you call it out. Call it like you see it. Call it out. So I challenge you, have those tough conversations and see what the reaction is, and you'll know who is your true friend and who isn't. Or who's been a- engaging in silent racism and who isn't. Because what is in the abundance of the heart comes out of the mouth. It speaks. So have those tough conversations don't be afraid real friends stick around and they listen and they care fake friends they're only around whenever or when they want to be all right well this is the end of a very very real tina speaks session i hope you continue to listen have a great night